From the headquarters of the Jameson Media Complex, broadcasting from the GreenIndustryPodcast.com studios, it's the Green Industry Podcast, where Paul and his guests discuss lawn and landscape business best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. Now, here's your host, best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Paul Jameson. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's episode, Dr. Frank Holloway. What's up, Dr. Frank? You're going to say hi? Hey. <laughs> this hey, is Paul. an audio podcast. Hey, Paul. Hey, everybody. Thumbs up. There's no cameras here. So uh, Dr. Frank's going to join us. We're going to uh, talk about the pricing matrix. Thank you to today's show sponsors, Gulf Coast Bookkeeping and the GPS Track It. We appreciate them making all this possible. Go back by popular demand from Jason Creole. <laughs> it's Dr. Frank Holloman. What's up, Dr. Frank? Hey, Paul. Good to be here. Can't wait to talk about your new product. Yes. And to explain, if you guys hear birds in the background, it's not artificially put in like they do at the Masters Golf Tournament. We're actually sitting in my backyard here, which is kind of the start of the Appalachian Mountains. It's North Georgia, and then it goes up to Southeast Ohio, where I used to live. So I used to live on the other side. But they do that at the Masters Golf Tournament, you know, in Augusta National Golf Club. If you're watching it on CBS, you'll hear birds perfectly chirping in the background and that's animated you know added on the only thing we're missing is the golf clapping where they clap politely Uh, yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) we have the best producer in the biz i'm sure he can uh figure something out so dr frank you uh are have your doctorate phd from georgia tech yes in physics with a specialization in atomic and molecular Yes, and you created a document for the Lawn Bros that has been uh, really helpful because I I got, let me give the story for you guys who don't know this, but in 2011, I met with a mentor of mine at uh, Panera Bread, and we're sitting on the, we're actually sitting outside of Panera Bread, and he's like, you got to track your hours, you got to track all this stuff, and he's like, I'm going to give you the sheet that we use, and this was uh, 2011. It wasn't, you all right, Dr. Frank? (laughs) Podcasting extraordinaire, Dr. Frank. So um, (laughs) get it together. You all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. So um, long story short, he gave me a sheet and it had at the top for the employees, like employee one, employee two, and you put time in, time out. And then he literally would give that to his wife at the end of each week. So she would calculate how many hours his guys worked. And then underneath that, he had for for each day, he had his customers. So he would put time in, time out, and then number of employees and then man hours. And then there's a, a, a spot for notes. And so what he would do is he would have that documented. So if a customer would say, hey, you, you never showed up or whatever. Like, yeah, we were here at 2.13 p.m. on this day or whatever. And he could go back in and see how long are these properties taking us. So he gave me the sheet and then I just printed hundreds of copies. And so for years, I didn't use Microsoft Excel. I didn't use Google Sheets. I literally used a pen and paper. And when I would get to each property, I got in a good habit. And I'd put 2.11 p.m., you know, and then we'd get done 3.03 p.m. And so I was tracking all those numbers. But what I didn't have was in efficiency through the software and and things of that nature. So I asked you, Dr. Frank, 
and eventually I did make an Excel spreadsheet version of it later, but it was nothing like the pricing matrix that you were able to make for us. So what you did is you took where you can actually put the input for what time you get to a property, what time you get out, how many employees were there and what you're charging the customer. And it will actually run all the calculations for you. Cause if I'm at, sitting there trying to run the math, three Oh three PM, I got there at two eleven. We had three guys there. I mean, my, my brain just stops at that point, but with your formula, it will show you, this is how many man hours you're there. This is how much you earned per man hour, which is a valuable piece of information. And, um, that's the most valuable piece of information out of all these columns and rows you, you created for us is you can actually find out what you're earning per man hour per property. That's going to help you quote future jobs. And it's going to help you understand how you're performing currently. So share a little bit uh, with us behind the scenes of how you made this. Cause it, this is a game changer for so many people. My buddy, Jason out in Lake taps in Washington, he's like, I'm so thankful for your pricing matrix. Cause now he knows his numbers. So yeah, well, here's what you told me, Paul. You said that the biggest or the most important metric for people that have a lawn care business is knowing the average hourly rate earned because it can vary depending on different times that you're on the property. Mm -hmm. uh, but there is an average. And what you explained to me is the reason why that metric was so important. It tells you whether you're losing money or not with respect to the target amount that you really need to make. Yes. And you have to put on there where you put in what your, my target goal is $60 a man hour or $72 a man hour. And then it will actually run all the step, the, the math to show you you're below your average or you're outperforming your average. You right. did all that. Yeah. And, and what you explained to me, Paul, was that output metric, which is the average hourly rate earned it varies depending on whether you have one or more than one men on your crew at the property at that time. And that could vary. You told me that could vary. Sometimes you have a few more or you have a few less. Some guys, sometimes guys don't show up. Some days, you, you know, you think you're going to have three, you only have two employees. So if you work one hour with one guy, that's one man hour. If you work one hour with two guys, that's two man hours. If you worked three at Oh, one hour with three guys, that's three man hours. But the math is never that simple because you, you show up at a odd, you know, you show up at 2.11, you leave at 3.15 or, you know what I mean? The times are always off. It's not like you work a perfect hour and everything's easy math. Right. So there's a rate that you're charging the customer, but there's also how many men you have on the, on the crew at that time that you engage the property with your service mm -hmm. and you... Um, you also have different time that you're on the property. Mm -hmm. And so those are the variables that can make how much you're earning uh, per hour per man vary. Mm -hmm. So what you really need is an average to see if you, what you told me is to see whether or not you need to increase your prices or not. Yeah. Let's say on average, you go to the customer's house 30 times a year. What the, what the, spreadsheet will show us is because because there's going to be one day she's going to come out and and, and miss smith's going to give you ice cream and, and a gatorade and that's going to take five minutes you know what i mean and there's going to be sometimes it's going to be wet there's so many variables so the time is going to fluctuate but if you can look at the average for the 30 maintenances per year and you can see wow i'm really only making 42 dollars per man hour on the property well then you need to kick in the rear end right that's not that's not going to, what do they say? No money, no honey. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Well, here's the thing, Paul. What's so good about this product is because of your vast experience in the industry, 
you know how to get to the bottom line and what's really, really important. There are a lot of variables associated with running the business and determining whether you're profitable or not with a particular customer, each customer. And you know how to, you know how through the experience that you have, how to sort through all the noise and get to the real metrics. And this is the real metric. And it's a complicated one to calculate because it's got a lot of input variables. But you figured all that out. So all you did was you told me what the inputs were, what the outputs were, what was the static data that's associated with the particular customer, which is your rate, rate per service, and what the goal is uh, in man hour, uh, hourly rate for per man hour that is the goal to remain profitable. Or, and um, the square footage of the turf that's going to be managed and the length of the contract. If you had, those are fixed variables. Mm -hmm. And then for each engagement where you're managing the property with your service, uh, those are uh, individual inputs. And then you want to see an average on the output. You really knew how to analyze the problem. And so you gave me the inputs, the outputs, the static data, and I just programmed it. And then the other big factor is, so it's not only has your brain with experience and knowledge built into the algorithms, but it also has a very friendly user interface. And that was critical because you told me not only does it need to get to the key metrics, do it accurately, but it's got to... It's got to be, the data has to be inputted every time you're on the property. And it needs to be really easy to input the data. Right. And so this is light years ahead of you using your paper forms and, and keeping all those forms and, and trying to manage all that. This is just so much easier. Yeah, light years. Because what blew me away that you figured out is I literally would run the math. I'd clock in at Michelle's house, right? And it's 10, 14 a.m. I clock out at 11.33 a.m. And then we had two guys. So I would sit there and I can't do the math on the spot, but I would figure it out. Okay, <laughs> we were actually here for 3.1 man hours. Right. But that took me a while to, to actually calculate how many minutes we were there multiplied by how many guys. It, it just, it was clunky and, and I'm not the best at math. And so you figured it out, which shocked me because I was truly skeptical. I was like, ah, you're like, I get it. If, if I got a PhD from Georgia Tech, you don't think I can figure this out? You know, I'm sitting there, I will figure it out. And you, you did. But you, where you actually type in 10, 14 a.m. And we left at 11:57 a.m. with three employees and that, that's it. All you have to do is input that and it will show you exactly how many man hours you got. And because you already have typed in what you're charging that customer, let's say it's a, it's a $75 maintenance, then it will automatically show you what you're earning per man hour. So all, all the lawn bro has to do is, you know, if you have Google Sheets app, you just get to the house and you just type it in, in, out, type in the very basic. I mean, we're talking 15 seconds of input here type in a few numbers and then bam, you, you know what you're earning. Here's a number one of the number one things I've noticed, Dr. Frank, because I worked in a country club for almost a decade and I'd notice Chuck in the truck and, and Rick's mowing, they'd show up, right? And then they'd be all cool. And then the next season, maybe they were around another season, but then after that, I never saw them again. And then there are these big companies, right? Brightview and, um, they used to be called Brickman now and then Valley Crest and then they merged into Brightview and then Gibbs landscaping 
and um, Russell Landscaping, and uh, th- th- there's about seven or eight of these companies. And I, and I saw them in 2011. I saw them again in 2012, 13, 14. They're still around today. Well, those companies, even though they do $15 million a year in revenue, they track all their numbers. And I've actually talked to some of the executive folk that work at these companies. They have a CFO. They have meetings where they're going over how much are we earning per man hour. And they, they calculate that. They know what they're earning per man hour. They, they're, they're tracking all this. But the guys who are just, I don't want to call him a Chuck in the truck. <laughs> we got a guy listed as Chuck in the truck. So I got I to gotta come up with a new name now because I, I deeply respect Mr. Triplett down there in um, Texas, Charles. But um, the guys that don't track their numbers typically are the guys that don't realize they're just digging a big old hole that eventually buries them because they're not charging enough. Because, I mean, we're, we're sweating out here sitting on the back porch. Imagine actually out, being out there running circles around a yard doing work eight to 10 hours a day. What happens is you sweat, you work hard, you leave in the morning, you come home late at night and you think, well, I'm working hard. But eventually you'll run out of money and you'll run out of business if you don't know these numbers. Because what happens is you can look and say, let's say the industry average is $70 per man hour. Okay, no, okay well, at least I'm hitting average. Or if you're way low, then you can say, okay, this property is 4,000 square feet that I'm maintaining. And I'm charging the customer $55, but I'm actually only making about $55 per man hour. So when the new customer inquires and says, hey, can you come give me a quote? You have the information like, oh, well, on another 4,000 square foot property that I'm charging 55, I'm not making my goal. So now you go out and you quote this lady 62 bucks or whatever your goal is. And, and so it also helps with future quoting. So I think this is kind of the defining line between what separates the companies that have long lasting success as they track what's going on in their business, not for just for the sake of tracking it, then they analyze it, but that's a whole nother conversation for another day. But I think this is a simple way to start tracking and knowing, you know, how you're doing. So let's do this, doctor. Well, well can go I ahead. ask you a question though, Paul, before you Please. go a little further on that? Please. It, it begs the question in my mind, based on your experience with, with, with the industry and all the folks that you talk to that are in the industry over the, over the years, if you have this tool and you know, if you don't have this tool, how much they're prone to be making mistakes in terms of their profitability, uh, how much percentage you think of money are they leaving on the table by not having this tool? Would you say, is it like 10%, 20%, 30%? <laughs> I can't quantify it, but I think it's, I, I think each person that I talk to that has success in, in whether it's in lawn care, landscaping, hardscaping, every single one of them had the eye-opening moment where they where they really had to face the facts. You had to face what my bookkeeper tells me is that the numbers don't lie. The, the numbers tell a story. If if you do everything above board, like you actually put a hundred percent of your income in the business and a hundred percent of your expenses out of the business, yeah, then the the storyline of what's really going on. So I can't quantify and say how much money people are leaving on the table, but I can guarantee you this. If someone looks at all their accounts and then they get a pricing matrix and they, they plug everything in, I've never met someone that's like, oh, I'm charging too much. I'm just making too much profit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, 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 that's not the tendency. You, you don't err on overcharging and, and doing bet too good because there's this race to the bottom in lawn care because it's so easy to get into. All you got to do is 
You don't even need a truck and trailer. I started in a 97 Honda Accord. Okay. <laughs> Raggedy 97 Honda Accord, a little push mower that fell up and I put it in the trunk. And then um, my, I didn't have a weed eater. My buddy Dave let me borrow his and I'd stick it diagonally through the thing. So that's all you really need to get started is a little bit of a, a work ethic. And what happens is it's like a race to the bottom because so many people get in and they bring an employee mindset with them that, oh, I was making 15 bucks an hour at Costco. This property is only going to take me an hour. I'll charge them 30 bucks thinking they're making big money because they're used to making 15 bucks an hour. Big money, right? Getting the big honey, right? But what they don't realize is something called overhead. <laughs> you got to pay for your vehicle insurance. You got to pay for your liability. You got to pay for your bookkeeper. You got to pay. And the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on towards thousands of dollars a month in overhead. So really $30 an hour for some companies that just covers the overhead, not your, not your salary. And so that doesn't happen unless you, you've worked in the trades before and you've had a business before you get that. But most guys come from working an employee job. They don't get that. And then what happens is there's so much of that going on globally that it drives all the prices down in the industry. And so that's why the companies that are surviving and, and actually being profitable, they track their numbers, they understand all this and they're charging a higher price. Whereas the newer guys and, and folks who aren't tracking their numbers, by default, they're charging too low. And what bailed me out until I actually really, because I was writing down my times ins and times out. I just didn't know how to take it from there. I didn't know how to figure out, I didn't know how to analyze it. And I didn't have it all structured like you have it. But what bailed me out was I had, I started to do landscaping installations. And my friend told me to charge the materials charge it by 2.5. This was back in the day. So if I bought a thousand bucks of plants, I would charge them 2,500 bucks. That's just how I knew how, how to give my quote. And what happened was I was making a killing on that, but my actual lawn maintenance, what you made the pricing matrix for, I was actually losing money, but it balanced out because I, the landscape enhancements until eventually I figured everything out and realized I needed to increase the prices around the board. Go ahead. Yeah. So one thing I want to clarify, though, by what you were saying, that was very interesting, is everybody's costs are a little bit different to run their business. Some run it lean and mean. Others have more overhead for right. legitimate reasons. Right. And so really that has to factor in for each business knowing what their goal per man hour is. Mm -hmm. they, they need to know that up front by looking at their costs and what their overheads are in, in, yeah, in and cumulative. I think, yeah. And I think you need at least one year under your belt to, to know I need to make $55 per man hour or I need to make $60 per man hour. Or I need to make, I was just talking with Zach uh, Koziow last week. He's like, I need to make $72 per man hour. So that does vary on how much salary are you trying to pay yourself? You know, do you, ha do you have a, um, a hot wife at home and, and a bunch of kids? Or are you, you know, living, <laughs> are you living in your parents' basement and they're paying rent? Because we got 18, 19 year old kids that are listening to the show. So how much salary are you trying to make? And then what is your overhead? Because we, we don't teach to be lean and mean with the expenses. I mean, you want to be as frugal and you, if one, if they're selling you the same insurance package and you can get it for a lower price, you know what I'm saying? You want to be smart and frugal, but 
it, you, you, there, there's no shortcut in getting general liability insurance, vehicle, commercial vehicle insurance, hiring a bookkeeper for a few hundred bucks a month and all these other things. It's like, no, you want to have the overhead in place and then you want to charge a profitable price. And, and so it, it's, um, it, it really takes track of your numbers. So Here's what we well, 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 just to comment on that, yeah. and that is, so they need to, fig- each one has to figure out based on their costs, and that varies with each company, what their goal would be per man hour. And what this program does is it allows them to track whether or not they're meeting that goal exactly. on a job by job basis. And what I like about it is that it's cumulative and in real time. So every time you do a job, you input it yes. and that number might change whether you're meeting your goal or not. And you could see right away. And here's something you'll figure out because I used to think, oh, you know, I remember Peerless Price, right? Number 37, Tennessee Volunteers. Oh, come come along, Paul. I'm thinking, oh, cool. You know, football player. And I get some of these big properties thinking this is great. But when I actually run the man hours, I wasn't making much money on those. And then I had these other small little yards in the um, neighborhood right outside the country club that wasn't rich and famous. It was more plain J. I mean, it's still, I don't know, $500,000 home, but the, the yards were just small. They were just piled on, you know, you know, you live in Atlanta, you know, there's some of these neighborhoods where your neighbor can fart and you smell it. I mean, it's just, it's all, it's right on top of each other. And uh, so, but I was making bank on those properties. They, they weren't glamorous. They weren't big, but the, the numbers were showing me is you're getting in, you're getting out, you're making money on these. And so it even shows you, you can start to compare what neighborhoods you're doing better. Dr. Frank, I know you got a lot more to share with us. So we're going to hear from today's show sponsors. And uh, coming up, I want to talk a little bit of, of the analysis of this and how the pricing matrix can actually help us to make more money in our businesses. We'll be back with more with Dr. Frank. GPS Track, it makes managing your driver, vehicles, and equipment assets simple with the latest technology and personalized, friendly customer support for service businesses of all sizes. With GPS Track, it, you get a real-time view of where your fleet vehicles are around the clock, helping improve route density and operate more efficiently. GPS Track, it has been delivering peace of mind for over 12,000 customers in lawn and landscaping, and they've been doing it for over 20 years. Are you ready to protect your fleet, save money, and cut down on fuel costs? Call 844-996-2518 to speak with a knowledgeable fleet advisor. No pressure, no hassles, low monthly fees, and no contracts. 844-996-2518 or visit greenindustrypodcast.com slash GPS track it. Do you come home ready to relax after a hard day's work and find that your bookkeeping demands your time? Truth be told, you can't give it your full energy or focus. It just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. It's costing you good decision-making and your peace of mind. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping provides a bookkeeping solution to landscapers that is guaranteed to give you back your time and your peace of mind. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute call. Don't trick yourself into thinking you can handle it all. It won't be long before you're saying no to new clients or skipping dinner with your family and friends all because your bookkeeping needs are unfinished. Let us take care of your green so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Thanks for listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Once again, here's Paul Jamison. 
All right, friends, we are back with Dr. Frank Holloman <laughs> here in the, the foothills of the Appalachian Mountains. What do you think of my backyard, Dr. Frank? Uh, I love it. It's so beautiful here, so peaceful, and you can hear the birds. I love it. Yeah, I need to get like a um, one of them ceiling fans up there. So, you know, I have a fan. It's just it would mess with the noise. We did a podcast once at Blake Albertson's, and he had a pond in the backyard. Mr. My producer, we call him Mr. Producer, but... Uh, he was like, what, what the heck were you thinking? <laughs> I was like, well, we weren't. <laughs> it, just, so it sounds like some, you know, it's running water behind us the whole time. So, Well, the consolation is you do have a lot of fans out there in the green industry. Yes. That's a really good pun. You mean like a fan? <laughs> fans that clap and, oh. and love your podcast. There it is. Your, your humor is so uh, intellectual. Probably 5% of our audience got your joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> The other 95 are like searching, they're searching for it. Okay. (laughs) How how did you get to the hype house, man? Do you understand how controversial the hype house is? Because only like 12 people got to go. So basically, who doesn't want to go stay at a mansion on the beach with an elevator, you know, with everything paid, cooks, you wake up and they make you breakfast and it was like living a dream for a week. It was incredible. And, uh, you know, Brian Fullerton's there and his wife, Blake Albertson and his wife and Sean Spencer, his wife, Jason Creole and Andy Mulder, Caleb Allman, Brittany Allman, Mitchell Gordy, Naylor, all these people. I'm, miss- I'm missing about seven or eight more people. There's a big old house all week. And then Dr. Frank, you got to come. So what were your thoughts on the Hype House? Man? Well, it was an honor to be there, and I love talking with entrepreneurs. And you and your esteemed colleagues are real entrepreneurs. They really understand business, and their podcasts and your podcasts are so valuable because these are people like yourself that really understand business, and they're very, very good at articulating that to their audience, to help their audience. And that's why they're so successful, and you're so successful. And it was just very exciting to be in that environment and be around those kind of people. Yeah, I I just enjoyed sitting in the room and listening to the conversations that other folks were having because it was just kind of iron and sharpening iron how, how can we be more successful in business i i didn't join the hot tub club at night because i'd like to go to bed but you were down there in the hot tub with almond and, and nate and uh fullerton and spencer those guys at midnight go down what were you guys doing down there hot tub club well i'll tell you what when uh, it when the when it's even more casual you you talk you talk real good business, and you find out really what's going on in their business, what they think about business, and and where they think business is going and industry is going. And even though it's a different industry than I operate in, business is business, and there's a lot of commonality. And entrepreneurs in any industry talk the same language with each other. And so it, it was very good conversations. I, I really treasure the time with them. Yeah, and you hit off really well with the Creoles, Jason and Tracy, because Jason's wife, Tracy's on the keto diet. And uh, Jason's a, a friend of the show. He listens on Podbean. That's the Alabama podcasting app, I guess. And um, he said, I, you know what guest I really like that you had on the show? Now, I've, I've interviewed like executives from, you know, Echo and Toro and companies like that and uh, influencers like Stanley Genetic and all, you know, Alan Hain, all these people. And I'm like, who, who is that? Dr. Frank. I love when you got Dr. Frank on the show, man. You guys got to do some more of that talking cellular 
health at the biology level, whatever. I, I don't even know the. Yeah, what I <laughs> what I do is I do research in cellular energy production, and really it's about understanding what's going on at the molecular level. And just one quick point on that: take is your that, time. This is this I'm learning. Is that uh, health? What is health? Health is everything working the way it should. As people get older, their health declines because not everything's working as like it used to. Uh, for example, when you're in college, let's say, you could stay up all night, drink beer, and go to eat pizza, and then go to class the next morning, not even bat an eye. Well, you can't do that after the age of 40 or 50. Not that you're in college, but you still couldn't, you couldn't do that. Why? Drink beer, eat pizza, and wake up at 7 a.m.? And stand up all night, practically. Uh, you know, function the next day e easily. Why can't you? Because everything's not working like when you're 40, 50, 60 years old. It's not working like it was when you were 20 years old. And what's the reason for that? Well, a lot of people have different theories, but the bottom line is that it's the energy level is not the same at the cellular level. If it was, then you'd, be, you'd still be operating on eight cylinders like you were when you're 20, but you're not at 40, 50, 60 years old. You're operating on six or four cylinders, and that's why you can't do it. And doctors look at the health of the body from a biochemistry point of view. They, they look at is chemistry in the body, and there's a lot of chemistry in the body. That's, that's a proper way to look at it. But physicists, which is how I'm trained, we realize that it's the energy dynamics that even govern the chemical reactions at the molecular level. And so really looking at energy production in the cell is, a more, is the more fundamental way to look at health. And so I found a way to measure that in, in my lab by analyzing the gases in the breath. And I can give a full report on somebody's health in terms of energy productions and the implication of that uh, by just setting them up in my lab. And so uh, that's what I do. And I also teach people how to eat right. Yeah. And you have people, I mean, worldwide come in. I, I can't say the name, but a billionaire with a B, not a millionaire with an M, a billionaire with a B came to your offices. I know, I know some other high profile people. So you, you, you're a big deal, Dr. Frank. Uh, well, thank you very much. But you're a big deal in the, in the green industry. And I just want to say one thing, uh, getting back to that, you, you and your colleagues that are such experts in business for lawn care and landscaping. Um, I like to th use the following analogy. If you really want to be good in business, one of the best things you could do is join the very expensive country club in your town and pay the twenty, fifty to $50,000 a year uh, fee subscription so you can go to the country club and hobnob with people who are really good in business, people that, that you know are in your industry and make sure you, you have lunch with them or have dinner in the fancy restaurant at the country club or you golf with them, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. You're in that environment. Mm -hmm. But you know what? Not everybody can join the $50,000 a year country club. And therefore, they don't have access to those kind of people. But with the podcast that you experts have, it's like they're in the country club with the top experts in their industry, wow. and they get to hear them on a regular basis, and they don't have to pay the twenty to $50,000 fee every year. They just plug in on their headphones. They hear you. They hear your other colleagues that have a different slant or a different focus, so they get a well-rounded view about how, how to be an expert like these guys teaching them. And it's, it's just such a wonderful thing that you guys are doing. I and really they don't have that. to pay Mr. Producer. We do. <laughs> they know. Yeah. Someone said the other day he's the richest man in Atlanta. What happened was, so I have a producer, 
Mr. Producer. Yeah. That's his nickname. Well, for whatever reason, these guys think I'm, I don't know why they thought I would make up that I had a producer, but my friends <laughs> in the industry, they're, they're thinking, oh man, Paul's lost it. You know, he's talking that he's got a producer. They, they didn't actually think, they, they thought I like made the show, like did all the uh, sound engineering, audio production, all that. Uh, and I was like, no, you know, my producer does all that. And so I'm not realizing, I'm just being honest. I'm like, yeah, my producer takes care of all that. They think I'm making up some grand story to, to try to be cool. Like I got, you know how Joe Rogan's got a producer, young Jamie, right? So they think I'm like, try, you know, got some ego issue or I'm insecure. I don't know what they're thinking. So I went up to my, Brian Fullerton, you met him. Yeah, I remember him. I was in his garage and I'm talking to Mr. Producer on the phone and he's like, who are you talking to, Paul? I'm like, my producer he's like, all right like he thinks i'm just putting on a show you know what i mean and i'd never forget this because i remember uh on my old truck uh, my tire was getting flat and i took it to the one of those used tire places you get a new well it's not new it's raggedy but for 35 bucks you can get a tire put on there instead of paying you know 150 bucks so i'm at one of those places and i remember brian fullerton he had well he had just started podcasting and he was burnt out he was He's talking to me. We're on the phone. He's like, man, I don't know how you do it. You know, I could just tell he's like, I didn't know if he's going to make it or not because he's a go-getter, but it's a lot of work to make it and then edit it and produce it and do all that. He's like, how do you do it? And I was like, Brian, I got a producer. He does it all for me. And then he's like, it was the, it was the first time he realized, he's like, you really have a producer? I was like, yeah, I'll send you his name card right now. And then he calls him. He's like, oh my gosh, you're real. And so then Brian hired him. And then I think most, most people started realizing, wow, Paul was actually does have a producer. And then Caleb Allman hired him and then Naylor hired him. And then Brian referred him to another YouTuber. And now you're just taking off. Now he's got like, I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, my comment about all that is each of you guys and you included know how to do all those things to produce and all that, use the software and all that. But that's not a good use of your time now that you guys are big and, and important uh, to your industry. What you guys need to focus on, the best use of your time is the, is thought leadership. And that's what you guys provide. You spend a lot of time thinking about business and analyzing it, how to do it better, what you learned along the way, what that you get in feedback from the people who listen to you and how they help them more. You guys are thought leaders and that's where you, your biggest impact is. Yeah. And another spin on how cool it was for Mr. Producer is when my show wasn't in the top 100 yet, you know, business entrepreneurship charts and all these other guys, they didn't have their podcast yet. My producer he would go above and beyond because he would not just create the show, but he would email me on like Saturdays. He'd be like, Hey, I made you some liners. That's like the stuff that plays in between uh, commercial. And when you come back from break, stuff like that, he would just send them to me for free. And he's spending time on his day off to enhance my show for free. He's not asking me to pay him. And I would ask him to do stuff from time to time. And he'd cut me a break here and there. And he was just, he was just showing me all kind of generosity. And so and he didn't, it, there wasn't an ulterior motive like, oh, because Paul's going to tell, Brian didn't have a podcast at that point. You know what I mean? He was just a generous guy. I'm his um, cu um, customer. And he went above and beyond to make me a happy, satisfied customer. So then guess what happened? When Brian and Naylor and Caleb and all these other guys started podcasting, I couldn't shut up. I'm like, you got to hire Mr. Producer. You got to hire Mr. Producer. You got to hire Mr. Producer. You know what I mean? And, um, 
But that's because he he satisfied me as a customer. And I, I think any lawn bro, anyone listening, it doesn't matter what business you're in. If you blow away your customer with excellence and, and you do a good job, then eventually it's just going to come back to, to bless you. So Yeah, I totally agree with that. Cast your bre- bread upon the waters and see what comes back to you. All right. It's a principle of life. Yes. I love it. Well, you want to get back to this thing? Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're here. <laughs> Dr. Frank. Uh, you know, you make a big deal about me programming the spreadsheet. This was all I need. Any spreadsheet, any kind of computer program, you just need the inputs, the outputs, and what the algorithms are. You've already figured out the algorithms. I took your brain and just put it in the code. That's all I did. And just made sure that the user interface was easy to use. That's all I did. And this was nothing like I used to do writing programs to figure out what the configuration of a molecule would be based on the um, the energy levels and how to optimize the energy of levels of of the of the molecule and the interaction potentials between molecules this is nothing compared to that but but it did take your brain and what you know about the industry and it put it into the code behind the curtain yeah and i do so i do a lot of one-on-one coaching and as i ask guys questions to find out how i you know how i can best understand their business what i was finding out was there was so much incomplete data it's like, well, what are you earning per man hour, you know, on this property? Well, I don't even know how, how many square feet of this property. It's like, they didn't even know. They weren't even, they didn't even know how many square feet the property was or taken care of. They didn't know what they were earning per man hour. They were just going and working. Right. And so it's like, I think it's a good starting point. You made it so simple where you can get your customer's information in there. You can start tracking your time, which is something that you never, I mean, all these companies, I'm telling you, if they're doing five million plus a year, maybe even less than that, they're tracking their time. I guarantee you, you don't you don't run an operation like that by winging it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, and see, the thing is, not only is your brain uh, with the algorithm on how to calculate uh, the different metrics, but it's also your experience is built into this because you know how to say, hey, wait a minute, this is not important, that's not important, but this is important. And those, the, that's something that only comes with experience and the knowledge that, that you would have. And that's already built in so that uh, they don't, who, people who use it know that the right things are, are going into the equation. It is the right equation and, the, and the, the key thing that's really important comes out as an output from the equations. Awesome. Well, Dr. Frank, give us your um, best. We got Caleb Allman, Brian, Naylor. These guys are friends of the show. They listen to the podcast. I know you really want to go to the Hype House 2022. <laughs> give, your, give your best pitch of, of, why, of why you should be invited back. Okay. Uh, here's the reason is that it was, it was so awesome to talk with them and um, talk about the business. But I'm also trying to build an audience for, for my area, which is uh, cellular energy, people who want to boost their energy, people who want to increase their level of health. And really it all fits into the, the umbrella of anti-aging and longevity. And you know what? There's a big market for that because the, the biggest demographic in the U.S. today are the baby boomers. Mm-hmm. And the baby boomers are, are getting older now. They're retiring at a rate of around 10,000 per month. And that's going to be going on for the next rest of this decade. And uh, the interesting thing is that every every generation has uh, some kind of a theme that got embedded in their psyche. 
for example, when it was the the pioneers that went by covered wagon out west, it was rugged individualism. Uh, for it was the people who grew up in the depression. It was how to how to make it through in tough times and mm-hmm. the greatest generation that ended up going to World War II. Well, our our generation, the baby boomers, they, somehow we got in our head that we're going to live forever. <laughs> so there's a there's a there's a legitimate market. People really want to know how to live longer, how to live better as they live longer, and anti-aging and longevity is really key. So I'm trying to reach that market, and I'm going to be doing starting my podcast and hopefully a YouTube channel. I need to understand a little bit more about YouTube. And uh, I would like to tell the Hype House people what I accomplished this year with that. Awesome. Because they, they're, you and, and them as well are just such experts in media, how to reach an audience with your knowledge and what you know to help the, that audience. And that's that's why it was so good to be around them. And I'd like to tell them what I learned and see what their input is to me. Awesome. And and it's always good being in sunny, sunny Florida in uh, January, February. Dr. Frank, thank you for uh, serving the um, entrepreneurs out there who truly want to track their numbers and, and know what's really going on in, in the business. I appreciate you um, taking the time. I know we were kind of like a three-day project. We're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and you aced it. You, you got everything I wanted, and then you went beyond with the color coding and making it so simple because this is complex stuff, but you made it so simple where you put in the input algorithm does all the work you get the output what we're going to do is mr producer will put the link to the pricing matrix in today's show notes go ahead dr frank yeah you want me to tell them what they get yeah would that be okay yeah and it was a pleasure just helping you out with it i enjoyed it it was a fun project and uh once you explained to me what you you were what your goal was it made it very meaningful to me because I, i could help you in a way that could help many many others um, it's a very valuable program. Okay. So let me, let me just walk them through the main idea of it. Would that be okay? Yes. Okay. As you told me, uh, the main idea here is to have a, um, uh, on the spreadsheet, there's, there's a screen where you just put in each row, your customer, and you put the static data associated with that customer. And that is, uh, the rate per service, the goal per man hours based on what their overhead is. And that's different for everybody. But it's fixed. Mm-hmm. It's fixed for that particular customer. And then um, some knowledge of the, what the contract date is, what the square footage of turf is, and when you started them, uh, the, the customer start year. Those are fixed per customer. And then uh, what they do then is um, there's a second sheet that's connected to it where for that customer, they just plug in on each row every time they're on the property and they provide the service Mm -hmm. and they just input the data that's relevant to that service and that would be the date they're doing it the start time the the end time like you were saying earlier the number of employees that were doing the job and that's it then all the calculations in the algorithm are behind the curtain and it it runs a running tab or calculation back on the first screen of what the average hour hourly rate is being earned and whether and you could see right right off the bat at that particular moment when you finish that job cumulatively are you meeting on average your goal or not it's all the work's being done for you but the user interface is very simple that's basically how it works yeah and then you look at that number and you say oh wow we we need to work more efficient on this property or we need to raise the price or both so um 
Mr. Producer will put the link to the pricing matrix in today's show notes. You guys can click on that link and uh, go, it's super simple. It downloads, it works. Uh, you got it working both for Microsoft Excel and Google Sheets. Um, so the, the spreadsheet's uh, uniform there. It's saved as a dot .xl. Well, what's the, all the, the letters? Uh I'm not it, sh- it's I compatible. It's yeah. It's compatible with Excel and Sheets. So yeah. it's, it's compatible across the board. Link is in today's show notes. Thanks to today's show sponsors, GPS Track It and Golf Coast Bookkeeping. We appreciate our friends at GPS Track It and Golf Coast Bookkeeping for making this all possible. Dr. Frank, we'll hope we'll have you back on the show sooner than later. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. Really enjoyed helping you with this and um very glad to, to, to know you and all your colleagues at the Hype House. Awesome. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. Producer. I'm not allowed to say awesome anymore. I say it too much on the show. <laughs> he called me the other day. He's like, bro, no more saying awesome. So I got to cut that out of my vocabulary and be more polished. Excellent in broadcasting. Thanks for listening, friends. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production. Cellular energy. Cellular energy with Dr. Frank. Now, you had that music made specially for you? No, it's stock. It's just made. Could I put it on my podcast? It's already on your thing. It says that button right there. You already got it. All right. This is Dr. Frank. Hey. How to pick up chicks (laughs) with Dr. Frank. Okay, here's the secret, dude. I hate to tell everybody because I don't want the competition, but here it is. Chicks really, really dig physics. <laughs> All right. You just got to have a PhD in physics. That's it. It's easy. That's it. Dr. Frank. <laughs> you can catch him Fridays at 9. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, you know how you're always talking about how you can simulate all that stuff on your computer? You know? What's the difference? Why can't we simulate a girl? I don't know. I, I guess I could, but why? It's two-dimensional on the screen. It's, it's not flesh and blood, Gary. Well, I know that, but, you know, we can, we can use it. Why? We can ask it questions. We can, we can put it in real-life situations and see how it reacts. You're like, we're sick to manage shit. You'd love it.